welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About Life. I'm Natalie. I'm Katie. And I'm Lauren. And today we're going to talk about how all three of us met. Mm-hmm. We didn't know like what to start our first episode with, so we kind of just decided to do a chiller topic, which was talking about how we met. So we'll get into deeper topics later, but today we yeah. decided to do something pretty mm-hmm. chill. So we're going to start off with how Lauren and I met. Um, the so Yeah, the story's oh. complicated how all three of us kind of got together, yes. but like, yeah, Natalie can start with how we met. Okay, so we met in sixth grade. We had lockers next to each other, and we also had homeroom, Miss Petruski's class, yep. with, <laughs> like, each other. And we were at our lockers, and... Lauren and I said hi to each other because it was the first day and we were really nervous and like yeah and we just started talking and we just became (laughs) friends I feel like that's how it went and then we just ate lunch together and then I think like it was kind of it was like because we had the same homeroom too so it was a little bit like oh we just sit next to each other in homeroom and we have the same lockers like oh my god it was so cool and then like I think you asked me to sit at lunch with I I don't remember who I was sitting with, but you yeah. asked me to come sit at lunch or I asked you or something like that mm-hmm. and then that's kind of just how it started. Yeah, and we've been friends ever since. Yeah, so twenty twelve to like, now. Were you guys like good friends or were you guys like acquaintances? Like we were uh, like until now, I guess. Or okay. Throughout high school. I, I feel. Go ahead. You can go. I feel like we were friends, but then like. A period in between middle school going into high school we kind of separated yeah. because we didn't have classes together or we didn't like have any lunch periods or like anything like that so like we kind of drifted apart but then I feel like start like starting sophomore year junior year we started getting closer again. yeah yeah that makes sense so we had a little break yeah I think we well when we were in sixth grade we were like really close like mm-hmm. we got like super close in sixth grade and then we were close throughout middle school, and then when we got to high school, we were just in, like, different classes, so we didn't, like, hang out as much, or we didn't, yeah. like, I was also with some, I, I had another friend who was just, <laughs> yeah, everyone knows about that, but, um, yeah. that was kind of, like, I was, like, oh, my God, like, Five Sauce, and we were, like, obsessing over it, and now I saw Natalie at a couple concerts, too, so it was kind of funny, yeah. but then, like, in sophomore year, Michael, shout out to Michael if he's listening. Yes. Shout out to Michael. He's the OG. <laughs> Michael A. Michael created the friend group. We'll just put that out there. Um, so Michael and I had history together, 10th grade history. And I sat with him and um, I don't know if we can name drop people, but I'm just going to. We gonna... sat with, just make a name up and then. We'll okay, well, I'll, we'll call her. Adria, even though that's not her name. Um, she sat in between us, and it was kind of like me, him, and her, and we were talking, and Michael was like, oh, Lauren, like, you should come hang out with, like, me and some other people. Like, we're going to go bowling or something. Or, And then Natalie and Michael met in Soch, right? I think in sociology or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that happened. But then, like, Natalie got into the group, and then Katie knew Natalie somehow, and then everyone just kind of joined together. <laughs> we can get more into that later, but anyway, so then Natalie and I, like, reconnected in a sense once we got to, like, sophomore year, junior year, so, mm-hmm. and the rest is history. We're exactly. currently sophomores in college. Which is right. insane. So it's been, like, what, 2012 to now. That's, like, almost 10 years, right? Yeah. yeah. Almost 10 years. Almost crazy. Whole decade. Whoa. (laughs) Did you know that if your friendship lasts at least eight years or more, I think, they're more likely to like be your life lifetime friend? 
Ooh, okay. Well, I already got you guys on the bridesmaids list, so yes. like, same, same. <laughs> I got, I for that. I mean, that's not happening for a couple. Oh like, yeah, five more years or, yeah. or longer. So, After but school. yeah, it's gonna be a while until that happens. Exactly. So but yeah, that was kind of like how Nat and I met. It was very like it just kind of happened. It was just really random. Like yeah. if we didn't get our lockers next to each, I think. It, our lockers were next to each other because of our last names. So, like, exactly. our last names were close in letters. So, yeah. thank God we have close last names. Exactly. Or else we would never be here right now. And I feel <laughs> like it was just easy to talk to each other. And, like, we just built a connection. Like, it wasn't, like, hard to talk. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some people it's hard to talk to. But yeah, others, middle school's like, scary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I feel like it just was easy to talk. Yeah, to it just kind of blossomed and then yeah. went from there. But. Mm-hmm. So we sat together in math class, and we were homies in Team 6-3. Oh, yeah. Team 6-3. <laughs> you can tell someone's genuine just by looking at them. And yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. It's easier to talk to someone who's, like, actually, yeah. like, nice and genuine, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. They're more sociable and outgoing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Our story's pretty quick. I don't know about Katie and Nat. They met in yeah, a different... Okay, they so met in a complex way, I feel Katie, like. you want to start? <laughs> yeah, I'll start. <laughs> So, I had an ex-boyfriend in high school, and <laughs> we're not going to names here, but anyways. Um, so, our high school did a volleyball tournament, and I was in his team, so we kind of had complications during that time, so I kind of dropped the team, and I wanted to still be in the volleyball tournament, but I didn't have a team to partake in, I guess. So, I knew this guy... A.K.A. Michael. Michael. Shout out to my guy, Michael. <laughs> Yo, Michael's really the one. My team player. Michael's our glue, by the way. No, yes. seriously. <laughs> but um, I know Michael was having a team that he was going to make. So I was like, oh, let me DM Michael if I could be on his volleyball team. So I got on the team with Michael and his friends. And while I was practicing in the gym with them, I met some of my team members. And I saw this, like... You know, blonde girl sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her like sitting on the ground, and I was like, "Oh, um, you're in my team, right?" And yeah. she's like, "Yeah, hi, nice to meet you." So ever since then, we kind of just bonded. Yeah. Um, over stupid things, I guess. You guys <laughs> I don't yeah, think exactly. we about the pre-calc story. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. Okay. You have to talk you about the pre-calc we, story. Were you in my pre-calc class, like, before I met you, or no? Yeah, I was in your pre-calc cl- class. Okay. But we met before pre-calc, though, right? Yeah, we met before pre-calc. Okay, so we were in the same pre-calc class, and... You know, our teacher was, like, very nice, so she's like, oh, you can have partners to do this quiz together. So, obviously, I picked Natalie. Yeah, she was my well, only friend. That was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Um, do you want me to tell the story, or do you want to say it? Sure, I'll say it. Okay, so we can go learn. ahead. Okay, so, um, basically, we are working on this quiz together, and um, we, bu- we basically fought over this question. And we were basically fighting who was right or who was wrong. So we asked the teacher who was right or wrong. And the teacher was like, I can't help you. I was like, okay. (laughs) So that actually made me more mad. (laughs) And then um, we were just annoyed with each other. 
and um, I take my grades really seriously. So you know, if I did bad, yeah. I would get triggered. And so, so do I. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not a slacker. Two perfectionists in one yeah, room. Yeah, exactly. Uh-oh. Yeah. So we were mad at each other after we took the quiz because we were both like ignorant of like admitting like we were wrong or who was right. Yeah. So we got our grades back and realized, oh. We did fucking good in it. Exactly. <laughs> we got like a ninety something, but we still didn't want to make up after that. Exactly. You guys were petty. <laughs> so we, yeah. we literally got an A on the quiz and still like decided not to talk to each other after like a month. Yeah. <laughs> but we're good ever since. We're good now. Yeah. We made up. Fuck <laughs> pre-calc. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dropped so, moral to the story: If you want to do a um quiz or a test with your friend, probably not the smartest idea because you might have different views and you might argue over it. So, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> be careful. Yeah, just be careful about that. But yeah. yeah, just make sure you're you're partnered with someone who knows who what they're doing. I guess. Yes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. who takes it seriously? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so other than, so, okay, this is kind of like, it's hard to describe this story because I feel like a lot of this stuff just kind of happened and it, I don't like remember like specifically meeting Katie. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically meeting Natalie because it's like the first day of middle school and like everyone remembers the first day of like high school yeah. or middle school because that's like a big transition. But like, I really don't remember how a lot of these things came about. It just kind of happened. So how, so I knew of Katie. I knew Lauren. And she was in the same lunch table as my friends, but I wasn't friends with Lauren. Yeah, so, like, okay, so, to preface, Michael created this, like, giant group of, like, our friends from high school. Shout out to Michael Shout out to Michael. So, there was, like, what? So, hold on, one, two, three. There There was, like, a lot of people. There was, like, eight of us. Eight of us in total, I think. And I'm trying to, I don't want to name drop everyone because I don't know if they want their names to be in here. But I remember I first hung out with Michael and um, some other girl in our group. And then that's kind of how I got brought into the group. And Katie got brought in kind of because of Natalie, like, knowing Natalie and Michael. Yeah. So, like, they... Michael's friends with everyone. So, like, just just to, like, I guess explain, Michael is just, like, really outgoing. He's friends with everyone. So he kind of brought Katie and Natalie into the group. And then he brought me into the group. And then Mm -hmm. it just became this, like, giant thing. Mm -hmm. But even when Katie was in the group, like, I was not close with her at all. I probably said, like, three words to her. (laughs) I seriously did not talk to her. I feel like you guys weren't close until, like, your senior year. We didn't get close uh, until, no, like, this su- past this summer. summer. Oh, like, a couple summer, months yeah. ago. Yeah, which no. Which was crazy, <laughs> because I feel like I've known, like, Lauren, like, I'm, a long time. I think like, I kind of met you my junior year when you were a sophomore, maybe? Yes. Maybe. I think that's when I kind of, like, knew of you. Or, like, I guess, like, I just knew you were Jackie's sister. Yeah. And I knew Jackie from, he, he was in, like, one of my classes. So, like, that's kind of how I knew of him. And then, like, um... Yeah, so that's kind of how I figured out about you, in a sense. And then, like, I just... There were, like, a lot of people in the group, too, who I wasn't... I was, like, close with people, but I wasn't, like, best, best friends with a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And, like, Katie was one of those people. Like, I was not best friends with her. Like, I was just, like, acquaintances. (laughs) Like, it was... I don't know, because I feel like there wasn't anything to, like, bond us, I guess. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Until Until the summer summer of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) When shit started going down in my life. That's another episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned for that one. That's, like, another five episodes if you want the full tea. (laughs) Um, But then, 
this past summer we bonded over something and then I guess now like this is the closest like I've been to you guys I feel well yeah. I've been like close to you before yeah. but, but like, like on next level like we're a yeah. lot older now like we're a lot more mature but like I this feel is like, like all together we're all really close yeah <laughs> our alarms are going off and our phones are ringing <laughs> sorry about that we forgot to turn it off we're, we're newbies so yeah. don't hate don't yep. hate <laughs> don't leave hate in the comments <laughs> <laughs> Don't unsubscribe. Exactly. <laughs> but um, S- still give us that heart. And, yeah. And that love. Leave the good rating once we get it on Spotify and iTunes. Yes. So I guess to say, like, I didn't really know Katie, like, no, no Katie until, like, this year mm-hmm. or this past year. And now it's, like, yeah. just kind of happened. But Michael really was the reason yes. why all of us became friends. He yeah. will be a guest star yes. in this uh, podcast. Yeah, eventually. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's in Florida right now, but... Shout know. out to my boy. Exactly. We're all home because of COVID, but Michael's living it up in Florida, and yeah. I'm, like, super jealous of him. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> the warm weather, and he gets to go to, like, Disneyland every weekend and mm-hmm. Bush Gardens and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think a lot of our friend group also just kind of fell apart after, like, we all started college, too. Oh, right. Katie's a grade younger than all of us. Yeah. yeah. So, I like, was I was that, that bitch in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was that bitch in high school who hung out with the older people. <laughs> so when all her friends graduated, Katie was like, meh, like, where did I I was dead ass alone. So, like, when we all started college, a lot of us drifted apart just because, well, we were all over the country. Like, I'm in Boston. A lot of the friend group stayed around here. Like, Natalie goes to the HTC. And then... Katie was obviously in high school, and then Michael went to Florida, so it's kind of just, like, a scramble, I guess, but then, like, I don't know, when we come home for the summer, we come home for breaks, we hang out and everything, and, like, try to keep it together, but I feel like, I feel like making friends in high school can be hard if people don't want to, like, grow with you. Exactly. That's, actually, that goes for any relationship. Exactly, because I feel like high school is very clicky, and you have to, like, be a certain way, and, like, yeah. To fit in but like mm-hmm. with like good group of friends oh with a good group of friends you don't have to worry about that you yeah. know what I mean you just feel like included but mm-hmm. I also I guess that's kind of like the high school experience though like you know you yeah. meet people you think you will be friends with throughout yeah. the whole four years and mm-hmm. then you know things happen exactly. and then you find yeah. better people that yeah. we're supposed to be in your life. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, and the ones who, like, stay, stay. Yeah, yeah exactly. especially the ones that, like, keep in contact with you after high school. Mm-hmm. They're making an effort to be in your life. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know the, the true homies. They want to stick with yes. you <laughs> post-high exactly. yes. post school. But I feel like a lot of the friendships that I had in high school, like Katie was saying, I thought I was going to have, like, half of the friends that I had in high Like, this goes for high school, but also, like, swim team high school friends that I met. I, like, swear to God, was, like, making my, like, wedding plans. I was, like, this person's going to be at my wedding. This person's going to be, like, the aunt or the uncle to my kids. Like, I straight up had friends that I thought I was going to be with forever, and now I don't talk to any of them, or, like, at least half. And it's nothing, like, bad blood. It's just, like, a lot of us just drifted apart, which is, like, the sad part about life, I guess. I don't know. But the true homies will stick with you. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Okay, so we kind of took a break for a couple minutes because <laughs> we were like, oh, we can't just end the podcast. It, like, it was like 17 minutes at that point. We're like, okay, that's lame. So we kind of 
figured we'd segue into something different where we talk about how to maintain friendships, like long-lasting ones. So we kind of came up with like a list of things that we think are how we've been friends for so long and like what worked for us. So hopefully you guys can take some tips away. Yep. So our first tip on how to keep a long-lasting friendship was trusting each other. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to trust that um, your friends will make an effort in their relationship to keep it long-lasting. For example, I had a friend in middle school, and we had to go to different high schools, and she was going to high school in a different state. And she's been my friend since, like, third grade, so you can imagine how long. Um, we basically, um, we trusted each other uh, that she would, you know, want to still be friends with me and, you know, keep up in what I had to say and how I was, how I was doing. So I guess just make sure you don't have, like, friendship anxiety and don't get jealous if they're hanging out with another friend that they got really close to during high school. Just, like, you know, just trust that, you know, you're still really good to them or, like, really Mm -hmm. close to them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because all you can do is control how you react in the relationship and, like, how you treat them. So if you feel like you can't trust them and you feel like you can't, like, believe or have faith that they'll be dependable then like you have to maybe like reconsider like that friendship and reconsider like what you want from that relationship or just communicate that with them yeah because if you have trust in the friendship you won't feel insecure about it right yeah right that goes for like any relationship though but yeah well that kind of goes into the second point we have which is communication um so obviously communication is good a lot of these can apply to like like romantic relationships or like family relationships like Mm -hmm. they're so interchangeable but communication is definitely a big one because you're not gonna you know you're not gonna know how they're feeling or they're not gonna know how you're feeling if you don't say something and if you don't like be like oh hey that makes me really upset or like I'm feeling really sad right now like can you come comfort me and not only that but like you have to have like communication in order to keep in touch and like so like when for example when we all went to college obviously not in the same areas anymore we're all around the country and we would skype like every sunday or try to skype every sunday yeah it depended sometimes it didn't always work out but yeah that's okay because we trusted each other right and we had that communication and we like made an effort to keep Mm -hmm. in touch and to be like hey let's talk or like let's all have a group skype session and like do homework together or something like I remember like we'd all would do homework assignments on Sunday night mm-hmm. like on Skype and we would just chill yeah. so like that's a really important one in order to have like a long-lasting friendship all right yeah so kind of tying on to that is um you have to be vulnerable vulnerable in a relationship or like a friendship because you need to be able to communicate your feelings and like your emotions because if like if someone doesn't know how you're feeling, it's hard, like, kind of what Lauren was saying, it's kind of hard to, like, um, connect with them on that, like, level in order to deepen the relationship, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like it's very important to be vulnerable in, like, different, in any relationship, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, you know, having fun in a friendship is, like, great and all, like, you're getting to know, and vibe with them but like being deep with them on a personal level 
mm-hmm. really strengthen your friendships yeah, to, like, yeah. another point. And mm-hmm. you learn, like, a different side of them. Yes. You know what I mean? That you haven't learned before. Like, with mm-hmm. having fun with them, like, you're interacting with them and you're getting to know their playful, fun side. Right. But you're kind like, of just seeing, like, the outer shell of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then when you open up and you're more vulnerable, you're seeing their inner, like, inside. So you can, like, now you have a whole view of the whole entire person yeah. as a whole. And you can kind those, of... Those go hand in hand with trust. Because, like, if you trust them enough to open up and be vulnerable and, like, it kind of, like, explain, like, the parts that, like, you don't really tell anyone else, mm-hmm. that, like, builds the strong relationship. So then you guys have that foundation or to, like, trust each other and be like, okay, like, this person opened up to me, I opened up to them, and now we can trust that, like, we're close friends. Like, we can trust that our friendship's going to last. So that's really important to be open about who you are and like what you're feeling and like what you deal with too like Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so (laughs) next on our list is to have fun in the relationship like I just said um you know be spontaneous every time just don't always go on your phone even though you know (laughs) you know you get bored sometimes you know you want to go on your phone check your gram but um it's fun to do like outdoor activities like hiking or like mm-hmm. traveling to another state. Yes. Like yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> That's our goal for summer 2021 yeah. when COVID is like mm-hmm. hopefully settled down and we're all vaccinated. We really want to try to travel. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe to we'll Hawaii. Do a, maybe we'll do a podcast about that. Yes, like yeah. a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. To Hawaii. So that is, yeah. Just make sure you keep their like. I like to use the term the flame alive in quotation marks because like that's kind of how you I guess make the friendship last long if it's the same thing that you do every time you hang out with them it's the same boring thing like it's never going to be exciting and then eventually you'll probably lose interest or they'll lose interest in the friendship so like if you like go on adventures and make memories it's a lot more like sustainable than because yeah. you look back and you're like well this person and I have so much history together and we have so many like fun memories mm-hmm. rather than just like remembering the shitty times yeah, when you're like right, sitting on your phone exactly. or like doing nothing with them like yeah, yeah. Like, you're like gaining new memories and experience mm-hmm. you're doing with that person mm-hmm. and it's making your relationship more memorable yeah right because with those um it adds value to it them. adds yes, yes value. good word <laughs> yeah adds value and like it definitely helps you become stronger as like together yeah and, like be they become like to, a part of you exactly so mm-hmm. the more memories you create, I feel like the closer you are. Right. Yeah. I've had friendships in the past that have like ultimately drifted apart, but like I've been friends with like certain people for so long that I have so many memories with that like with like I'm thinking of one specific person, but I have like so many memories with them and even though the friendship did end, um, like, I still think of them a lot. Like, I see something and I'm like, oh my god, like, I remember we and her did this or, like, we did that. And it's, like, it's just a part of you. It's a thing that, like, you're ever gonna forget, even, like, if Mm -hmm. it ended, like, good or bad, whether it's, like, good or bad. It's still, it's still nice to have those memories, because then you can look back and think, oh, like, I was such a different person during this time period, or, like, we were so different, like, so. Yeah. And you can see how you've grown as a friendship. Yes. Like, or yeah, grown as, as people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. All 
right and then also just make sure that both of you guys are supportive of each other and your goals Mm -hmm. you don't want to have a friend that's like secretly jealous of your success Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. that's just toxic at that point yeah (laughs) you don't want toxic friends i've definitely experienced that (laughs) yeah same it's not um it's just it's one of those situations where you don't feel like you're important in the relationship if someone is constantly competing with you or is jealous of you or is like being sneaky behind your back like just toxic friends in general like you don't feel valued you don't feel like you can speak up and say like oh well this is how I'm feeling or like this is what like I'm excited about this that I did or like I'm proud of myself because you're afraid that they're always going to be jealous or they're always going to be upset so like making sure that you support your friends through like small goals or like big goals like make sure that you like be by their side whenever they achieve something small or big Mm -hmm. because that's important um so then we oh yeah so actually adding on to that um you have to have similar like i guess goals or aspirations yeah Yeah, because if you're with friends that like have no future and like don't know what the hell they're doing with their lives that's not good for you if you're someone who like knows what they want to do or has an idea of who they want to be because you're going to be held back in that relationship or with those people Mm -hmm. and you're always going to revert back to like the old you I guess if you like I guess if the friendship has been a long period of time is kind of what I'm trying to say if you've been friends with people for so long but you've grown and like you've grown out of those relationships but you still hang out with them because you don't want to lose those quote-unquote friends Mm -hmm. then like that's only hurting you because you're not you don't have the same ambitions as them anymore like your goals have both changed and it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing yeah yeah because people don't know what they want to do until i guess later in life you know Mm -hmm. not everyone wants to like be a dentist at like 18 (laughs) yeah geologist at like you know yeah yeah young age and it's okay to be friends with people who don't know what they're doing yet but they have goals to become something in the world right if you're friends with people who literally only focus on what they're doing now and like don't have a pl- at least an idea or like a goal a small goal if they don't even have a small goal i guess have make friends who want to have a purpose in the world or yeah like want to do something for themselves yeah, exactly yeah. The if they want to like yeah even the smallest i feel like smallest goal like that's that's a start you know like people grow and it takes time for people to like find their way and like know what they want to do but you can't be with people who, like, do not want to change at yeah. all, who do not have any goals for themselves, who are just, like, not ambitious. Because if you're the type of person who is, you're, again, you're going to be held back. Like, I was held back in a lot of friendships and, like, even relationships mm-hmm. because I'm very ambitious, like, to grow and, like, I like to change a lot. But I was with people who definitely did not. And it sucks because you don't want to lose them, but you ultimately have to do what's best for you. Right, definitely. Exactly. And you also want people that are, like, very, like, positive and, like, have a good outlook on life. Mm -hmm. Because, like, people that are negative kind of, like... Bring you down. Bring you down. (laughs) And you don't want that. Because that's only going to make it harder for you to achieve your goals. Because you're surrounded with people that aren't as goal-oriented, if that makes sense. It's kind of like a dark cloud following you yeah Yeah. and it kind of like 
it just kind of attaches on to people like it's contagious Mm -hmm. you want to have a positive energy that you can build up on yeah and that's kind of like choosing your friends Mm -hmm. but it's not like i'm saying oh because my friends are going through hard times like i don't want their bad energy to reflect on mine right you can help your friends but if they choose not to get better or they don't seek for your help and they don't like see any value in your words there's nothing you can do right yeah and i think like there's a lot well i can think of like different people that i've been super close with who hang out with people who aren't necessarily the best for them and who aren't like-minded in terms of like what they want to do with their lives and like who they are as people like that person was with people who just like in my opinion again this is all like my opinion and my experience like I can't ultimately choose what he like they do or like what you know that person does but like they were just hanging out with people who really weren't as like-minded as them and that was preventing them from like being able to get to know themselves as a person like grow as a person so like you can't change someone you can't change like what who they are and like what they want to do unless they want to change and like unless they want to grow with you or they want to be with you still and they want to put that effort in yes exactly yeah we're kind of rambling this is good though (laughs) it kind of just ties into like oh yeah that ties into the next one growing with each other Mm -hmm. and growing as your i guess growing your friendship together yeah Yeah. and just supporting one another Mm -hmm. and just like being there for one another and like go on life's journey with them yeah you know what i mean like want like if i feel like if you want to be with someone you will you'll make the effort to grow and you'll even if there's like times where you drift apart Mm -hmm. if you're truly meant to be friends with that person you'll Mm -hmm. always come back together and you'll always grow together exactly and so and like relationships aren't always perfect mm -hmm. so like it's okay to have up like ups and downs oh yeah but like as long as you like work on it and are willing to work on it then i feel like it's definitely a relationship worth like continuing Mm -hmm. and fighting for and fighting for yeah i think like katie can kind of talk about this more but we have like a bullet point down about like being friends with people in different cultural groups yes so when i was a senior i hung out with these group of people and they were nice to me and all and i was like good acquaintances with them so i like attended their like friendsgiving that they held and i offered to like bring like my cultural dish like ramen (laughs) (laughs) like who doesn't like instant noodles (laughs) okay um i offered to bring ramen and it was like ramen mixed with cheese so it was like very americanized still i guess (laughs) they were like they were like like Ew, Asian mac no. and cheese. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Oh. So I didn't bring that. I brought I would have eaten your ramen with cheese. <laughs> yeah, same, same. <laughs> Even though it was still very Americanized, they, they weren't really accepting of, you know, I guess trying new things or I guess appreciating, like, different cultures and, mm-hmm. like, how other people eat. So, and then I brought cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I guess, like, finding friends who's willing to, like, learn more about your cultural background and they don't, um, I guess, 
they won't roast you for it or get <laughs> you yeah, who don't... wants to eat ramen with cheese keys <laughs> no, but also like find friends I know I'll, like I grew up in a very like not diverse neighborhood so mm-hmm. like um, I grew up around like very um, white yeah predominantly guess, white yeah, yeah. Um, a neighborhood um, so that's Fuck. another topic. <laughs> yeah, that is another to? topic, but um, I guess uh, finding, finding friends that are able to look more into you. Yeah, and just and, like appreciate it. Yeah, they don't. And also, if you're like a person of color and you have like white friends, make sure they don't like, I guess, do casual racism on you. Yeah. As oh my god. Joke. Yeah. That is yeah. when I was huge red mi- flag. When I was in middle school, um, I used to be friends with people who would like casually make fun of me and like my race, and I thought like, oh, they're my friends, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But then growing up, I realized that's fucking messed up. And yeah. I hope they're. I hope <laughs> they're. Yeah, they they feel bad yeah. about that. <laughs> I hope they're in the gutter right now. Fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, growing up, I guess. Um, I realize that's not right. And mm-hmm. fine. I hope people um, like me will realize that sooner. Yeah. That it's not okay. And yeah. You'll find people not, who accept you. That's for not a real friendship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of the next like bullet point that we have is not really related to what we, we just got into it, like a really like deep like another yes. layer of stuff we could talk about. But calling people out on their shit like you yeah. have to like tell your friend like yo you're doing something that's super self-destructive and you're not being like good to me right mm-hmm. now or like you're not just doing stuff that's good for you right now like calling them out on their stuff like it, again like i mean this was katie was young when this happened but like if someone said something to her now that was like like racist like mi- a microaggression yeah. she would be like yo what the like stop bro like, like come back on. then i would have been like oh okay hello yeah and right now i would have slapped call the them shit out on you. it yeah <laughs> like call them out on their stupid like people can be so like people oblivious sometimes when you call them out right then they, they start to notice their actions affect mm-hmm. others like so once you say something and like you say yo this makes me upset or like this makes me like really like annoyed like then people will maybe like be more receptive to it and like can take the like constructive criticism because i've had friendships where there's people who just cannot take the criticism for anything like i'm a very open person if you tell me that i'm being stupid like okay yeah i probably am like i'm a perfectionist so like obviously like i will look at like oh like okay maybe they're right like let me see what i can do but there's some people who like really cannot take constructive criticism and they get super offended if you call them out. So you got to be <laughs> friends with people who, like, can at least, like, if they don't agree with you, at least be respectful and, like, open-minded of your yeah. opinion. Because that's just, like, mm-hmm. I guess the key is, like, respect. Exactly. And try to at least understand, like, what they're talking, like, about. And, like, that they're just saying it to try to better you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're, they're not, not trying, trying to be to, malicious. Like, yeah. they're trying to be nice. and like. So, you just have to have that mindset that they're just doing it out of your own good mm-hmm. because they want to see you thrive. They right. Don't they're, see you. they're saying it out of their heart. Yeah. Or from, yeah, their heart, from their heart, you know? Heart. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. True friends, they want to see the best version of you. Yeah. And if they're not seeing the best version of you, they will call you out on your shit. Yeah. yeah. Katie's so. called me out on a lot of shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and sometimes I don't want to hear it. And then I'm like, okay, Lauren, but like, she's right. Like, you gotta, you gotta get over this. Like, come on. <laughs> but if you can't like be open-minded to it, then you're never going to have good friendships because there's just like, any relationship isn't perfect. So you have to be open-minded to everything and respect them. Right. Yeah, so I think that's the end of our um, episode. Yeah, thanks for very first episode. Yeah, yeah. I think this went really well. Um, I honestly feel really close to you guys. Extra close to you guys, <laughs> actually. Exactly. So. so I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I hope you guys can relate, and mm-hmm. we'll stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, Bye thanks guys. for listening. Bye. Bye.